Hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list that you can imagine. Maybe the best ice cream, top gaming consoles, how about the best blenders? Nothing is off limits, everyone is wrong, even when they think that they are right. I am your host tonight, Dylan Jupp, and with me as always is... Tom Lockhart. Tom, how are you doing tonight, bud? I am doing great for the last four meals. Three of them have been chicken wings. So <laughs> thumbs up well, to me. <laughs> that that sounds healthy and delicious. So it's, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. And also we have here tonight with us. Zach Rancourt. Zach, how much chicken wings have you had recently? Uh, zero negative chicken wings, actually, because uh, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. And so Tom can go to go to hell. He can go to hell and oh. he can die. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. going to go to hell nice and full. <laughs> With lots of barbecue sauce on your face. Uh, no, I made my own blue cheese dipping sauce. So <laughs> the best of all cheeses. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to go with gross on that one, too. But uh, we, we will discuss our, our, our favorite cheeses. You know, we'll, that'll be uh, uh, another time and another day. Because guess what we got tonight, guys? We have video game characters. Video games were actually invented in 1958, and let me tell you, they have evolved incredibly rapidly, especially over the last 15 to 20 years, producing endless entertainment for people of all ages. Programs led to computers. Computers, they led to the arcade cabinets. Arcade cabinets led to the consoles that you could actually just have sitting on your desk, which led to, who knows what, 3D? Maybe we'll be in the Matrix? Who knows? But basically... We have 60 years worth of video game titles, and there is no shortage of iconic, great video game characters. Uh, you know, let's be honest. A list of our favorites could go on and on. I mean, I myself personally, I could do a top 20. It could be forever. I know these guys could as well. But we we did here today is to narrow down the list and discuss our top five favorite characters of all time. And to enhance the discussion today, we didn't actually even share our list None of us know what the top five is for many of us, and we are not experts or any historians on any of the categories. We are just a few dudes who are going to talk about nonsense tonight. So here I am. I'm going to actually just start things off here with one of mine. So this is one that I have a feeling um, I'm just going to kind of set the scene a little bit. This one is completely nostalgic and to me has one of the most iconic lines ever in any video game. And once you say it, most people who have ever even heard of the game or played it, they get the goosebumps immediately. Because when you tell someone to stay a while and listen, Diablo, oh, that was, for, for me, it, I mean, Hack and Slash, 1997, I was 15 years old, I think, 14 years old. I mean, teenager me, right? And all of a sudden, I can run around and I'm slaying demons and monsters and I'm going after Diablo himself. So Deckard Kane made my top five and i just feel like the 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 icon of diablo it was hard to kind of choose a character and all the characters in diablo like outside of diablo were all generic you know sorcerer and fighter and everything and uh, so i went with deckard kane as as my top five because he just had he he was the storyteller he was the one do you know where to go find deckard kane you guys like if you were to go and log into diablo one right now uh yeah yeah you, Standing you, right you, next to the fountain. Right next to the fountain. Yeah. You know exactly where he is when you go and play Diablo. And, and you know exactly what that line is from. So um, Deckard Kane to me is just, it, it's he's massively iconic. Um, he, he was in, 
you know, almost all of the Diablo, anything Diablo related. Um, so yeah, so that's my number five. And I wanted to throw a fun fact at you. Um, the guy who actually voiced um, Deckard Kane has done a ton of stuff. Uh, Michael uh, Go, or I don't know, G O U G H. I don't He's know. Alfred. That was Alfred. Yeah, he has the the guy's. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. His voiceography or whatever. I mean, he has done a ton of stuff. TV, movies. He was uh, um, in uh, uh, Teeman and and uh, was it Teeman and P- Pumba or whatever. But he was Timon, in Tales. Timon and Pumba. <laughs> yeah, he was in. He was a uh, uh, Zazu. He's in, I mean, just a ton of video games. He's been in Assassin's Creed. The guy has like the, if you were to look at someone who you probably would never recognize until he does one of the 5,500 voices he's done. And then you're immediately like, oh, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of just pointing like, oh, I recognize that. Who, what is that? So, so the dude's, the dude is iconic. Um, The character is iconic for me. Diablo is one of the best iconic games that's ever come out a hack and slash. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going with. Wait, you're telling me it's not voiced by Tom Hardy as Bane. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's actually where he got the, uh, where, where Tom Hardy, that's how he practiced it. That's where he got it from. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. That's actually not true, but I'm guessing it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, Tom, Tom, what do you, yeah. What do you, what do you got there? Uh, my first one is going to be a little guy. By the name of Mega Man. Mega Man is a better platformer than Mario. Any Mario. It's just That's it's a, just a better set of games. It's a lot more fun. Because it's not just jumping over uh, some turtle guy. Whoa. Um, Watch your words there, boy. Watch your words. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Man. Mega Man could kick Mario's ass. Especially, especially if he has the anti- mustache gun you know kind of mario are we talking here are we talking bob guy. hoskins mario or are we talking mario from no. the nintendo switch <laughs> no mario one Cousins. could take on bob hoskins i'm sorry <laughs> uh, i like that yeah, yeah but i like that the, just the set of mostly mega man x is what i have the most experience in uh those games were great it's just a lot of fun it's just shooting monsters taking on a bad guy using you know the thing that works against him the best against him you know if you're fighting the the fire guy you got to use wind because that blows out fire everyone knows that um yeah so mega man is 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 my first one you'd have to go and take out the the like there's like a um like a hierarchy of how you had to to beat each one so you could have the right weapon for the next one and then the right weapon for the next one and all that and going on and so on and so forth yeah I, yeah, it's just a fun game. 1987. I had to look it up real quick because I've I've played Mega Man countless times, like all of the different ones. And mm-hmm. man, yeah, that game is is still today putting out stuff. 87, 34 years later. Goodness. Well, same with uh, Diablo. They just announced what Diablo three or something like that. Diablo, uh, Diablo two 4. remaster. Well, no, yeah, oh. and Diablo two remastered. Yeah, yeah. The Diablo two remastered. Oh man, let me tell you, I Tom, are you ready? Because I, I know be you're all ready. Over that, don't you worry. A hundred percent. Yeah. Can I make a confession? 
I, I've ne- I've never played Diablo. <laughs> I, I figured you hadn't. So yeah. when 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 you said the line, I was like slightly raised my hand, being like, "I've never heard of that before." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I kind of just smile, feeling... smile and nod. That's all you do. You just smile and pretend you're like, "Oh yeah, uh, controller, um, keyboard." <laughs> you say things. <laughs> yeah. Graphics. Well, the, I was kind of wondering about that Character. because like <laughs> Tom and I have played a ton of Diablo and like World of Warcraft and all of the all of the computer PC games and, uh, and yeah, and Diablo, I mean, it was right in my wheelhouse as being a teenager, like being born in 82 and like basically kind of growing up, really growing up in the nineties. So like Diablo was, was huge. I could not believe like, you know, uh, um, just, just, it was, it was the first of its kind in 1997 when you're like, you know, multiplayer, you could, you know, this was back when before people really could kind of have computers in their houses. So I would like go to like a local game store to be able to mm-hmm. play it because I couldn't play it at home. I'd have to go to the store and pay hourly to be able to play it. And then I'd have my character that I'm hoping no one would delete, you know, because it was a public computer. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was just, yeah. And I remember just playing it for hours and hours and hours. And teenager me would ride my bike down to the local store. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, Mega Man. I mean, who hasn't played a Mega Man game? I mean, like, You've played one of those, right, Zach? Uh, um, <laughs> oh, sweet lord! No. <laughs> You've never played a Mega Man game? No, Not dude. Let me just let me let me caveat this, and then I'll jump into my my pick. So right. I'll, I'll preface all not caveat. I'll preface all this by saying uh, I love video games. I absolutely love video games, and I have a history. I've grown up with them my entire life. But here's the issue: is I have gaps in my life where I wasn't. I'd play for like a while, and then I'd put it down, and I'd go outside or do something. I, I wasn't obsessed. Like I didn't play PC games. Excuse me. I wasn't with it and hip. Uh, I would pick certain ones, but I wouldn't do like every title in that in that you know uh, series. Um, until I got older and then I started getting different consoles. I mean, I got a PS4 like three years ago and that was the first console I'd owned in probably 10 years. Uh, and then I bought an Xbox Series X uh, in, in December and I've been hooked to that. So I'm like reinvigorated into the video game world. So I have my favorites, but I know all these characters you're talking about kind of, except for Deckard Kane. Uh, but I haven't played a lot of these games. So... <laughs> Um, but something I, I, I can ha- understand that just because Diablo is a game where you got to put lots of time into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots it's of time. Not, <laughs> it's not one where you can fire on and play for 20 minutes, really. Like, uh, not to mention, I feel like there's like that slight generational gap between like between us where if you if you, you know, grew up in the 90s and you played video games, you were definitely playing Diablo at some point. But if you kind of like were a little like, th- you know, four or five or so years after that, you had other outlets because, you know, I grew up not having a computer in my house until I was like 13 and AOL. And so then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah. we had Oregon Trail and then all of a sudden Diablo and, you know, Warcraft 2 was huge. Like I couldn't believe Warcraft 2, like this game, you know, and, and Diablo was the, like almost one of the first of its kind, you know, when it comes to like a hack and slash game. And now they're you know, I mean, they're all over the place. So, yeah. 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 Well, that, that leads me to mine. Uh, so I, like I said, I, I never played PC games like you guys. Uh, PC load litter. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, so I actually, the very first uh, character on my list is is incredibly iconic. Uh, I When I had a PC, a Windows 95 operating system, in 1997, I had Tomb Raider 2 
and it was awesome. So Laura Croft uh, made her first appearance in the Tomb Raider 1 game in 1996. But Laura Croft is just one of those iconic video game characters. I mean, think of all the cosplayers that have dressed up as her. Uh, she was this catalyst for for more female leads in video games. And even that early on, it's it's pretty remarkable to think. I mean, gaming had only really been popular for 10 years and you have this badass woman who's shooting. She's, you know, what is it called? Uh, guns akimbo, double double fisting guns and just shooting tigers and dragons and bad guys and kicking all sorts of ass. And it was awesome. So, yeah, that was like one the first PC game I ever owned. And I could not get past the first level because I sucked. But it mm-hmm. still was it still was really great. My brother uh, played and he got a little bit better. So then I was playing some other levels, but I could never personally get past the first level. But uh, I still love the shit out of it. And I've played it uh, as I've gotten older. I played like the, the reboot, basically Shadow of the Tomb Raider and, and, and such. Absolutely enjoyed the crap out of that. I even liked the movies as bad as they were. I liked the movies. She um. She was this, you know, she was this strong sex symbol, too. And I know that's kind of a taboo thing to say, but not sexualized in in my mind as somebody being like, oh, yeah, look at how hot she is. She just was like Uh. a powerful, badass woman. And they they made her they made her a lot more conservative for the um, the newer games, which I think that her newer look looks so much cooler where she's. You know, she's got a bow and arrow on her and just the ice pick uh, or the ice axe. It's so, so cool. So, yeah, I think Laura Croft, the Tomb Raider series, definitely is one of the best. You know what? That was one of my top five. Oh, I'm so shit. I'm so I'm so mad at you right now. I'm so oh, mad whatever. at you. That, no, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, actually, that was one of my like everything that you had said. Exactly what I was, was going to say about Laura Croft. I remember playing that game and it was like this. I was I was reading up about her like because I was kind of getting back into it because again the '97 that was right when I was teenager and of course teenager me is going to be like who's this like you know <laughs> boobs this, right this, this oh, badass yeah. looking chick and I'm just like this is awesome you know because it's like it's like the female Indiana Jones except mm-hmm. for she's just you know she's she's searching for treasure and she's just like you said she's blasting stuff with her with her with her guns and everything like that and then like the game was so like problem solving too. It wasn't just like running from point A to point B. You had to like figure things out. Yeah. There are puzzles. Yeah. Puzzles and stuff like that. So yeah, Laura Croft, they've had, I actually looked it up. She's had uh, 12 video games um, since 1997. So, you know, yeah. So that's like, what is that? 14 ish years or whatever. So that's a lot of video games and, and yeah, the movies like they were fine. You know, anytime they do a video game to a movie, it's always going to be a little, yeah, you know, like there's never quite living up to the expectations, but, but yeah, I, I, she was actually one of mine too. Laura Croft is absolutely in a, in a world of, you know, princesses and, and all this other stuff. I feel like Laura Croft probably gave a, a lot of like, uh, you know, young women, uh, like the, the sense of being a badass and like, mm-hmm. kind of like get breaking out of being a, you know, the, maybe they didn't want to be a princess. Maybe they wanted to play with bows and arrows and toy guns and stuff like that. So yeah, she was going to be on mine too. Nice. Sweet. Well, guess Sweet. what? Wait, wait, hold on. I don't want to guess. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Tom, go ahead. Wait, tell us. I've never played a Laura Croft game. <laughs> That's oh. all I got for you. You mean a Tomb Raider I, I just, game? Well, yes. A, 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 you know, cause yeah, I just haven't. I don't, I don't know. No. Oh. That's fine. I mean, that's less surprising than yeah. <laughs> than mine of, of never playing Mega Man. But yes, well, yeah, Mega that Man was actually was heartbreaking. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I've played but, several. I haven't played any of the recent Tomb Raider games, um, but I definitely played. Oh, they're so cool. They're so good. <laughs> I've, I've seen them and they always look really cool, but I definitely played several of the ones early on, like uh, the, the first four, three or four of them. I definitely played a whole bunch of. Yeah. Dylan, what's on your uh, list for the next one? Well, it was going to be Laura Croft, but I'm going to go with something that I believe everyone is not going to be surprised by. And that is Mr. Cloud. Cloud Strife. Um, Final Fantasy VII, uh, to me, is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Period. End of story. Final Fantasy VII came out in 1997, and I legitimately put in enough hours to cap what they would put it at. I think it was like 99.99, like hours, minutes, seconds, and mm-hmm. and I, I I capped it at that. And and I I mean I did terrible for at least a year in high school because of this game because I was playing it nonstop. It was. It was it was groundbreaking, like the the fighting, the the fact that I mean, they killed a character in the game, Aerith um, or is it Aerith? I can't remember what her uh, Whoa, spoiler. Name is. <laughs> oh, spoiler. I always sorry. call yeah. her Aerith. Yeah, or whatever. But, but I mean, like, I, I couldn't believe it. And and, the you know, Sephiroth being one of the most iconic villains of all time. But like, I remember playing this and I remember having her as my team. And, and like, and then she gets killed by Sephiroth and I just could like, are you kidding me? Like, have you ever played a video game where they literally just in the middle of the main story, not just like she dies and like, you know, you can just restart the game. The main story is they, they kill her. And I was, I was, I was angry. I was like, oh my, you, you, you killed like, you know, of course she's like this sweet, innocent, you know, um, just just incredibly nice person who takes Cloud in and like is incredibly nice to him, and then Sephiroth comes down and and stabs her in the back with a giant sword, and 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 I'm like, you know, 15 year old me, I can feel myself getting like angry at this again because I'm just like, come on, mm-hmm. Cloud, you know, like let's go and let's let's go get him, and I was I was so angry, but Cloud is he's he's easily one of the most identifiable characters of all time. His the the Buster Sword. I can't think of too many characters ever that I can actually like name their weapon. You know, like there's a, there's a, there's a few of them out there um, that are, that are kind of iconic and, and him and the, the big ass sword that he has and the spiky yellow hair and all his buddies and stuff like that. Cloud is easily, uh, you'll, you'll go to a comic con or uh, a a gen con or, you know, uh, packs or anything like that. You'll always see a cloud because it's cool to carry around a giant ass seven foot sword that's that's makes no sense like physically like you could never actually truly like what would you do with that thing it 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 probably weighs you know a million pounds but yeah cloud cloud is definitely one of the most iconic characters i i would think that uh that's ever been on any console so zach have you played a final fantasy game no (laughs) i knew it oh well i'm gonna jump in because we're just gonna jump straight to mine because mine is Sephiroth. Yes. The bad guy. Oh, He's a badass. Um, he just, he wants to take down the world because he finds out that he's injected with some cells of an extraterrestrial like entity that fell to the planet's surface. And when he realizes that he goes insane. And when he kills Eris, it's the first time I was shocked by a video game because it killed a main character maybe like one third of the way through the story. Like (laughs) it just came out of nowhere. 
you're just like, oh, this is fine. She's praying at an altar and he comes down and stabs her in the back. Yeah. And it's just like, that's crazy. Um, and I've always just identified with him more because I like bad guys. You're going to see a trend in my list going from after Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you, yes, you like so, the villains, huh? So it's Sephiroth the, is mine. It's the uh, the Mako reactor. It's the the Mako is what they got injected with, which was like the the planet's life stream or or life yeah. source or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Final Fantasy game, I mean, like, that should tell you anything. Like, the story with Final Fantasy is so is one of the best. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a reason why there's been a fan base of, like, 20 years that just now, finally, this last year, which is the reason why I bought a PS5 in the first place, is to play the Final Fantasy VII remake that we have been waiting for for over two decades. Mm. We waited through four PlayStation consoles to get our freaking remake, you know, like... They had multiple movies, the Advent Children movie with Sephiroth and Cloud. And it's just the story is just it's one of the best. If we were ever to do a top five video games like spoiler alert, Final Fantasy sevens on mine for sure. And I, I love Sephiroth. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so my buddy uh, Stephen K. Janes over at the Pixelated podcast. Uh, he does the podcast with Justin, my co-host for Don't Be Crazy, but he loves Final Fantasy. I don't want to speak for him, but I'm pretty sure I remember him saying something about Final Fantasy seven being like one of his favorites, too. So all I know is he loves that game, too. So, yeah, I've never I've never played it, though. <laughs> So he should be on this podcast is what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's one of the most iconic. It just it just really is. It's one of the most iconic stories, one of the most iconic characters. It has just everything that you would need. The game is like filled with characters. The story is fantastic. It's just honestly like the story is basically just like the people rising up against the government is what the story is. It, mm-hmm. the, the government is uh, Shinra and they're just like, uh, keeping everyone, you know, keeping the poor people poor. That's what they're doing. And they're just living up in there. They literally built a city above the poor people and, and <laughs> cloud and everyone. They're just like, well, let's go ahead and just go and take them down. And then they're, they are the rebels. And so like the, the, the characters and the story is it's, it's really, really cool. And yeah, like, like he said, in 1997, teenager Tom watches a main character get killed. And he's like, wait what like yeah (laughs) no it it is it is one of the best so for sure so zach what do you got next another final fantasy 7 character i don't because i don't like that shit but uh can can, can you even name another final fantasy 7 character (laughs) yeah um ajax mclean isn't he that guy with a he's got like a sword and he like has the hair and stuff yeah if you said gun arm you would have been right on (laughs) yeah you were pretty close barrett doesn't he say like all of your bases are belong to me now? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh, just stop embarrassing yourself. Okay, here. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, in all honesty, I, I did not put Mario on my list anywhere. Um, I know Mario is probably one of the most iconic video game characters of all time, if not the most iconic vi- video game character of all time, but he is not my top video game character of all time, or not one of my top, I should say. But his creator, Shigeru Miyamoto, I love him to death. And he created one of the greatest video game franchises of all time, The Legend of Zelda. I'm talking about Link from The Legend of Zelda, 1986. That was the first appearance. That game was incredible. I remember playing it. I remember loving it on the NES console. 
Uh, I was a very young lad. I only had one playthrough. I didn't beat it because I sucked, but I still had a good, good, good old time. Uh, I tried The Legend of Zelda 2. Was that Link's Awakening? I think I tried that and that was really fun. Also, I liked that. It wasn't until um, the mid 90s, though, when I picked it up again and I discovered a very little game for a very little console called the Nintendo 64. And that game was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That game was unbelievable. So Ocarina of Time just blew my mind. I it was their their first 3D game in the, in the Zelda series because everything else was top down. And I remember just every minute of that game, every turn, every, you know, adventure you'd have to go on. I play that game every single year and I shit you not. I have two Nintendo 64s that I still have had uh, since I was basically a kid, a teenager. Um, and I and I try to play Ocarina of Time every single year. It is unbelievable. I have my whole uh, path I go on as soon as I become adult Link. I, I go get the big Goron sword. I do all these things. That's the very first thing I do. And man, that game just it blew me away playing it. Dungeon crawler games. That's that's what Zelda did. It, they invented that was the invention of dungeon crawler games. And we've seen that countless times. And Link is just such an iconic hero. Uh for the longest time, it's so funny because, you know, people would consider they, they called him Zelda. And it's like, nope, that's not oh, accurate. all the time. Yeah, oh, my that's, God. Drove me that's nuts. Not, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. A Link to the Past is the second one. I don't know why I was yeah. thinking Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is the third. Yep. Third one. Uh, anyhow, a Link to the Past. It was the side scroller one, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember that because it was such a big difference. I could yes. that you have the gold cartridge and then they do the Link to the Past. And it's like, yeah, it was so different. Yeah, yeah. And then and like Ocarina of Time was completely different because like, whoa, you can like turn around and you can see your face and then Navi, you know, listen, all that kind of stuff. But um, just I remember that one. Oh, my God. Absolutely incredible. It's 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 honestly it's my favorite game of all time. Uh, yeah. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. It is it is easily the greatest. So I have to put Link on my list. Yeah, no, for sure. I remember I saw I actually fun fun fact. I've actually never owned a Nintendo 64, but I got two. I would, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I but I own a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo and I played all this all the Zeldas on on there as well. But the Ocarina of Time, anytime I talk to someone about, you know, the Legend of Zelda video games and stuff like that, that's always the one that they bring up as being like the most just like this, this set the it set the bar it, or it raised the bar, you know, like. It was one of the absolute best games. And I think a lot of people are still waiting for like a remake of that one. Mm -hmm. Super Nintendo would... Chalmers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting on a remake, but I guess we'll see what, what kind of happens. They they did a remastering, I think. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm the Wind sure Waker either. was cool, too. I like I like the Wind Waker. It wasn't as good. Twilight Princess was really good for the Wii. I enjoyed that a lot and I don't have a switch, so I have not played Breath of the Wild, which is crazy to me, but that's honestly the, right now. It's the only reason I would buy a switch is to play Breath of the Wild, which is a three year old video game. But I mean, that's funny, you know, like it's it's just it, that's how awesome I I think it will probably be or it is at least from what I hear. Th that's funny because I actually bought a switch to play Breath of the Wild. That's exactly <laughs> what I did because I hadn't played a Zelda game yeah. in forever. And so I bought a switch a couple years ago. And then I, the first game I bought was Breath of the Wild. It was also to play like the fun party games or whatever, you know, but like the one game that I actually own that's not like a fun multiplayer party game like Mario Kart or whatever is Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I played the crap out of it. It was fantastic. So <laughs> right yeah, I, I haven't played a Zelda game since Link to the Past. Just never got around to Ocarina of Time. And then well, you're a dick then all, <laughs> all the other ones are on consoles that, again, I don't want to buy just for one thing no fair enough that's fair 
Yeah, but uh, it is definitely like you said. Actually, Link was was not on my list, but I I looked at him and I like it was a hard one to leave off because of all the Zeldas that I've played. The Super Nintendo Zelda is a story that I could still sit down and, and start playing right away. Like it was, it's yeah. fantastic. And and yeah, I actually I didn't play a lot of Zelda in the like 2000s. I don't think I played a whole bunch of them. I didn't play any of the 64 or whatever. But then I got back into it and I played. And then there's another one coming out for the Switch that I'm definitely going to pick up as well. So. Yeah, A Link to the Past was Super Nintendo because we had both. We had the NES and Super Nintendo one, and um, I wasn't versed in them. But <laughs> uh, and did... they're they're collectors too. Like let yeah. me tell you, oh my god, oh yeah. my gosh. I so I I have the the gold. I actually own the gold cartridge um, for Nintendo, and I have a working Nintendo literally in a box sitting just to my left here. And uh, yeah, the the Super Nintendo one and the boxes talk about collectible like way up there with with the board game uh, or not the board game, the video game collectors, like even the box alone, if it's in good shape, is worth money. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. So, Dylan, what's next on your list? So um, I got uh, I got two left because I had Laura Croft here. I shared Laura Croft with you, which was a fantastic pick, Zach. Um, this one is a little bit on the uh, teenager Dylan side again. Um <laughs> this this is uh one of the f- most fun characters it's probably not like if you were to do a poll of top five characters overall from people but for me playing duke nukem was absolutely <laughs> like just teenager me kind of like the the um i don't know you're you're he was your typical just uh, kind of like Johnny Bravo, just a uh, typical male, big guns, big muscles, just kind of like a, you know, the the story was just dumb. But it was like, he's like a retired, um, a retired uh, army guy or something like that, and military guy. And then aliens come down and start capturing all the women. And he took that personally. <laughs> and uh, the and the, the quotes from him is just like, I'm going to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of gum. You know, oh, that's Rowdy Roddy Piper. Let's, yeah, let's be careful on. on that. But I know. Well, no, but I mean, like what I'm saying <laughs> is like he the, the quotes that he took from all of these things, like he took quotes from like hail uh, aliens. <laughs> yeah. Hail the king, baby. Yeah. Which is and, from Evil uh, Dead. Which is from Evil Dead. Yep, that was another or one. Army of Darkness. Quotes. Sorry, Army of Darkness. Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like quotes from um, quotes from from Aliens, from Full Metal Jacket. Um, yeah, it was he. He was absolutely just the the one of the most fun characters. And Duke Nukem 3D was pretty much like the one that I remember playing the most. The first two were just <laughs> they were terrible. Like they weren't fun. But when 3D came out. And like the game just kind of like starts out and he's like some in some L.A. strip club where like there's <laughs> yeah. like women dancing. And I'm like, you know, I'm like 14 or 15, like playing this game that I probably shouldn't be playing. And like all of a sudden they just explode and aliens start shooting at you. And you're just like, oh, my like, what am I playing here? So it was it was one of those games that just like, you know, it, it kind of pushed the boundaries, I feel like, of, of first person shooters, because Think of all the first-person shooters that we have now, right? I mean, there's infinite ones. But, like, back in the 90s, you had, you know, you, there wasn't a whole lot of them. You had you had Duke Nukem, you had Doom, you had Quake. Wolfenstein, you had Quake. Yeah, there was, like, it was, like, really the birth time of, like, a true first-person shooter and playing and, and, um, and just, like, again, it was a PC game is what I remember first playing it on. And, and Duke Nukem is just, he's so quotable. It's just... 
I mean, I, I was reading through the quotes earlier today when I was looking up the characters and stuff like that. And just, just kind of giggling to myself on like how like non PC it is. Like it's, it's, he, he's like pretty massage or, um, he's pretty, misogynistic? Uh, yeah, misogynistic. Thank you. Yeah. Like, and the way he, that he, the way that he acts and whatnot, and it reminded me a lot of like, like a Johnny Bravo character where it's, it's, it's in a comedic way. So it kind of just like has they have a lot of fun with it and he makes fun of his own character. But first person shooters, like I was thinking of all the different characters, but like you couldn't name the main character from Doom, I don't think. I know I couldn't. Doom guy. You know, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Doom there, guy. Is yeah. there a or, main character from Doom? It's yeah, just his name the is Doom. Doom guy. Yeah. No, so, Doom but, guy? His name is Doom guy. Okay. Well, there you go. Doom guy. That's what they came up with. But but Duke Nukem to me, yeah, it, it's fantastic. It was first person shooter just right when they were all kind of coming out. He was just it's it's blowing up stuff with giant over the top guns and and um, uh, just just everything about it was just just ridiculous and and whatnot. So that is that is one of my characters that I remember playing a whole bunch. And Zach, I know you haven't played it. Don't even. I'm not even gonna ask. Tom, what are you talking about? I, I've played I've played a lot of Duke Nukem actually. Okay. I had it. All right. Well, actually, so, I, I'm the one in this scenario. I've never played any Duke Nukem. Oh Ooh. no. So, so yeah. do you guys remember? Um, actually, Tom, continue talking. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Well, I just I just never got around to. I didn't even know it was a thing for a long time. I don't think you're like, much of a first person shooter though. Like, like uh, I don't think so, you played a lot of those. <laughs> surprisingly two of the characters that are coming up will be from first person shooters. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, I mean like the game, um, it just has everything like they had. Um, the, the, so it, it takes place in LA and like the, the, the LA cops, they turn into pig cops basically. Like, I mean, they pokes yeah. fun at everything, <laughs> you know, which is, which is just great. So it was, it was a game that just, it was a very, um, a very humorous, lighthearted, you know, he. I mean, he's just this is stereotypical action dude with stereotypical action lines, and you're just blowing up with stereotypical action, big ass guns and and everything. So that's why I just I just loved it. Teenager me just you just walk around just blowing stuff up and saying cool catchphrases. You know, like how that's exactly what you want in a first person shooter like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna take it back for you real quick, and I'll give you a quarter if you can if you can tell me if you remember this. But I had Duke Nukem. Uh, 3D, the one you're talking about for Gamecom. Do you remember Gamecom? Anybody? Uh, yeah, it's the game console that was run by communists. No. So you could no? you could access the internet with it essentially, but it, yeah, it was a uh, handheld game console from Tiger. Yeah, Tiger Electronics is what this says, and uh, it was it, it was just like a you know like a, a longer black and white game Game Gear. And uh, you could access email, you could do, you know, whatever with it. It was really, really weird. But I had Duke Nukem on that. And it was so funny because that's like what I played it on. But man, I can't believe I had that thing. I still yeah, I'm just looking at pictures of it now. And it's so fucking funny. It was $70 back in 1997. Oh, my gosh. That's like $150 yeah, we really, right now. At least we really <laughs> overpaid for video games back then. I couldn't believe that. Like I was looking at prices. And yeah, like video games were $60 like 25 years ago. Like. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, what? Like, I was paying sixty dollars for for those those <laughs> games with uh, twenty four bit graphics. Like, yeah. man, that's no that's no good. So, yeah. Thomas, what's what's on your list? Uh, so my next one is actually most known outside of video games, but I think that it's the best version of this character in the video game world. Um, but it's a uh, Joker from the Arkham 
series. Oh, wow. Voiced Another by Mark Hamill. Guy. Another bad guy. Um, Mark Hamill is the best Joker. Like, I love yes. Heath Ledger. Jack Nicholson, you're great, but I'm sorry. Mark Hamill's the best. And he voices him through all three games. Um, and it's just the fun in his Joker that makes the game even more enjoyable. Cause sure I could be Batman and I can run around kicking people's asses, but that's going to get old quickly. I need some good villains and he is the best villain. Um, yeah. So that's really all I have to say about Joker. Cause it's, <laughs> I mean, it's tough to have more than Mark Hamill is the best. <laughs> it's, I mean, he's probably one of the most iconic or like if you were to do like, honestly, if we were to do a top five villains, um, the Joker. So it's interesting because I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about maybe not the type or not, not who did it, but what Joker would be your favorite, not who did it. So like you have like, there's like so many, there's the, the prankster, the anarchist, the, 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 the sociopath, you know, like, like which, which version of Joker do you like the most? I'm just kind of curious. It would be this one, the the video game one, the specifically from Arkham, is my favorite because he also does the voice in like the animated series. Some of them is um, that this like the like the like just more fun Joker because like you know uh, Jack Nicholson was kind of the gangster you know and there wasn't much like insane about him. He was just kind of a gangster you know for the most I part. I would say then- he's 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 a mixture between our anarchist and fun. Okay. Yeah. He's unpredictable um, and he's, yeah. he's you know, he jokes around and makes it lighthearted, but at the drop of, you know, at the blink of an eye, he'll he'll stab your eyes out. Like he's yeah. just insane. And even so it's even more if, of like the psychopath then, I think, so right? I, I'm I'm a huge Batman the animated series fan and and you get a lot of him in those episodes. Um like there's this one where he this this guy, this normal guy, Batman's in the episode later on, but uh, this normal guy cuts Joker off on the road and he has rage, uh, road rage, right? And he chases him down and Joker's like, oh shit, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he makes him get, do a favor, right? So just the idea of that kind of stuff where Joker is stalking him and he knows, but he's like laughing the entire time. It's fucking terrifying if you think about it. And I think what Tom's getting at too is it just, it's such a good representation in the Arkham games. Cause I played every single one of them. I think there's five actually, but I played every single one of them and I fucking yeah. love them. And they're in a so couple good. of them, he's not very good in, but uh, it is, they are fantastic. I think they're full, but yeah, they are so fantastic. more of like the, he, he- he only voices the Joker in like the main three. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's the one that's the prequel. He doesn't actually yeah. voice him at that origins. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, an, yeah. So that was the more of the psychopath Joker then, right. Is kind of what you were thinking. Cause there's like, I'm looking at, I mean, there's so many, there's so many different jokers. Like the one that was most, the most recently came out, you know, like he was more of like, uh, kind of more relatable, right. He wasn't the Heath Ledger. I feel like was the anarchist. He just, you know, the whole quote of just, you know, some people just want to watch the world burn is just mm-hmm. an etched into my like etched into my head because that movie is just phenomenal. And Heath Ledger, he Heath Ledger is my favorite Joker, just hands down. I think that he the anarchist of just, you know, and then you had the Jared uh, Leto was kind of um, what I mean, what would his Joker be? Uh, <laughs> A joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They're pretty good. And then, uh, the, you know, the one from the 60s was kind of like. That Cesar was Romero. That, yeah. yeah, that's just goofy. That's just I'm a clown, not so much. Yeah, a killer. It's, so it's the the Joker like is a great pick just because of there's so 
many, but you're right. Mark Hamill doing the voice. Like, I mean, I listen to even the, the cartoons and, and just listening to Mark Hamill, like it's, it's fantastic. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the, the Mark Hamill, when he, when he reads the quotes from the Joker, um, it's just, it's, it, it instantly sounds like the Joker. Like, you know, he has that voice that it immediately sounds like him. So yeah, I love I, the, I the anarchist. Didn't re- I didn't realize up until the Arkham games that he even voiced the Joker. Cause I didn't watch the animated series at all. Oh man, they're so good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Tom. Need, if you have I HBO Max, if you have on. HBO Max, it's, it's on there. The entire, um, well, series. Get, you, the you, guess what I'm watching. You tonight. need to, yeah, you need to watch them. They're absolutely incredible. And a lot yeah. of, I mean, Harley Quinn started on Batman, the animated series. And a lot of the storylines and what we have today is from that. It, it uses the, um, like Danny Elfman theme music and stuff. And then it uses the Tim Burton style of, uh, of Gotham. So it's, it's so essential to any Batman fan. It's unbelievable. That's the thing it is. I've probably seen episodes. I've just never watched like yeah. all of them. The killing joke I think is on Netflix too. I watched that like just yeah. a few, like a couple months ago and it's just, it's just one of the best like animes or anime, an, or not anime, but like best like cartoon movies or whatever. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, Joker, that's a really good one. So for sure. Um, Zach, Zach, what do you got? What's your next one here? All right, the year is 1989 on the Nintendo Entertainment System. There is a little sports game called Tecmo Bowl. On that game, I'm playing with my buddies Tom and Dylan, and I scroll down to one of the, I think, 18, no, 12 teams that are there, and I pick the Los Angeles Raiders. I am part of the Raiders. Dick. Guess why? Because I'm Bo Jackson. Bo mm, Jackson no is <laughs> Bo Jackson is the first cheat code that wasn't the contra code. He 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 was a Madden he was a Madden 99 before Madden was even invented. He was untouchable. That guy was unbelievable to to play as Bo Jackson. It it, it was unfair. And there was always the rule. It, it literally adopted the rule no Bo Jackson. You know, like that was the rule. You can't be the Raiders. Uh, then that, that passed on to Tecmo Super Bowl. But uh, I mean, I still remember the graphics of when you get the touchdown, he spikes the ball. It's just absolutely iconic. And think of the power that sports game sports games have nowadays and rage quitting. I mean, he basically invented rage quitting and uh, it's it, it's pretty unbelievable. The power. I mean, Bo Jackson's one of the best running backs of all time. And so it's very fitting that he was that good in this game. But I mean, much akin to like Mike Tyson and punch out. He was so hard to, to to beat. It was very, very hard to tackle him. It was almost impossible. And uh, it kind of taught us what what overpowered was, what OP was. So, yeah, Bo Jackson, easily on my list. Uh, Michael Vick is the version of that in Madden nowadays. If you have a quarterback with like. Well, not nowadays, speed. but you mean you well, mean like Madden well, 99 well, and 2000. Mid-2000s. Madden still has uh, its mutt teams, so you can play online oh. and you can get old players. So when you get those fast quarterbacks, it's stupid because it's just like an average quarterback with 90 speed on Madden is unstoppable because you can just run whenever you want. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, that's that's Lamar Jackson essentially right now. It's just mm-hmm. un, it's unbelievable. It's so hard to tackle them because they're just all over the place and they can chuck it down the field. So I agree. That's funny. Yeah, no, it, it, I remember seeing because you can watch highlights of that game and you can watch someone be be Bo Jackson and just and just run over a whole team. And it, it, you're right. It wasn't it wasn't even fair. And uh, that. Yeah. And then and then fast forward to I remember Tom and I and uh, and Mike, we would all get together and we'd play. We play the crap out of Madden. We would do the drafts and it was so much fun. And yeah, if you had a quarterback that could just, you know, run 
you you could outrun the defense essentially and it was like like you said it was like the the cheat code that's actually funny the cheat code before cheat codes is that cracks me up I'm, i actually had to mute myself to start because i was laughing so hard because it was true you just you, you just select him you just run over a whole team and it was like what but you know what bo jackson he wasn't far off from real life that dude was an absolute monster so absolutely so yeah it's hard to argue with real life <laughs> yeah uh, let's jump to Thomas because uh, we already have four of Dylan's. We don't want to give his, his fifth one away yet. And uh, Tom, what's your fourth one? Well, my fourth one is another villain. God um, damn it, Tom. <laughs> and Why can't you be you normal? Bad man. You bad man. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be real shocked at my fifth one. But my fourth one is Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. Borderlands, I like the Borderlands games because it it's basically like playing Diablo again, but you're shooting people instead. Um, but Jack is an interesting character because he's the big bad guy. And at first you think he's evil. And then you hear some of his backstory where like his he, he ends up enslaving his daughter. And that's like bad. But his daughter killed his wife, apparently, and because she's like a. Uh, She's a siren, so she has special powers, and she shot her mom with like a gun that she was controlling. Um, so Handsome Jack is kind of more a layered character than you think. He's not just a bad guy. He's actually trying to protect his daughter somewhat. But then you don't know if he's also lying about these things, because there's also times where it sounds like he might be lying about all that. So you don't really know who Handsome Jack is. But you know that he's hilarious because he has lots of great lines. I don't have any of them in front of me, but they're great. (laughs) You should play the game. So funny. (laughs) Um, And yeah, Borderland 2 would probably rank in my top five for games. It's it's just it's a fun game where you grind and get new gear and you take down Jack. Yeah, like always a a first person. Yeah, it's like a first-person RPG is what I always remember. Yeah, it's a first-person action RPG. It's just yeah. Diablo, but you're shooting people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I'll, I, uh, play, I'll play that for years. <laughs> I, um, I've i actually, I never played Borderlands 2, but I played a lot of Borderlands 1. And then that's, it was right at the time where I wasn't playing a lot of video games. And I, I played it for a while and I just realized what I was doing. I was just playing another role-playing game where I had to just get the better gear you know, like I did for way too many hours in Warcraft and way too many hours in every other game. And I, I just I never picked up another Borderlands because I just saw myself doing the same thing over and over. But I did see Handsome Jack on a lot of like I was looking at like top 100 video game characters of all time. And, yeah. and I saw him on a lot. And I honestly didn't know what he was from. And then I read it. I was like, oh, Borderlands 2, which I never played. But I played a, the first one quite a bit. When you played World of Warcraft, did you ever put a slash time played? Or whatever the command was to see how long you've actually played. Yes, I still have my original. So my original character uh, was a troll priest that I made from the very beginning. And then, yeah, I could kind of like do the math on them. It's a super Why? depressing number when you do that. Oh. I'm just saying because you said it's another game where you put in time and it's just I've done that. And I know that mine was over a year of played time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that is crazy. And you know what the worst part about that is? It's that that's that's actual played time. So if you play for eight hours a day, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you're you're logged in and you're actually playing the game, which means a actual 
24-7-365 of your one year of your life you have spent in World of Warcraft. So, yeah, mine wasn't and, that bad. Though. And Zach was outside playing with other kids. Yeah. yeah. Boring. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that was an insult or not. Yeah, it is what it is. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, nope, Handsome that... Jack. Great character. <laughs> yeah. All right, Zach. Uh, Zach, do you have a fourth one for us? I do. Okay, my fourth one. Uh, I'll take you back to high school. Uh, I was very cool. I was the coolest kid in school. So cool that I would play video games a lot. Uh, 2001. That was when the oh, Xbox no. came out. Oh, and no. I discovered Halo. Halo Combat Evolved. It was unlike anything I'd really played before. I've played first-person shooters before. GoldenEye, Doom, Quake, all of those ones. Loved first-person shooters, but Halo was unlike anything I'd ever played before. It was the first newer-gen console that I'd seen that was more than 64 bits, which was incredible. And... I just remember playing multiplayer with that and having LAN parties and like, oh, my God. But honestly, it wasn't until Halo 2 that I was like, what the fuck is going on? I averaged uh, me and my friends, Monaco included, actually, we averaged about six hours a day playing Halo 2. We would get home from school. We would like, you know, have our homework or whatever not necessarily do it. And we would just plug in. We'd have land parties. I'd bring my Xbox over to someone else. I bought a hundred foot ethernet cable from, from eBay when eBay was a thing still. And um, yeah, just uh, it's crazy times, man. But uh, master chief was just one of those iconic characters. He is Xbox. When you think of Xbox, you think of halo, you think of master chief and I don't know. He just, uh, one of my favorites of all time, it was it, it, it's really hard to beat him. I mean, he's been in like Soul Calibur. He's in, I think, Mortal Kombat. Is he in the newer Mortal Kombat games? Uh, oh, he's in Smash. They, they added him in Smash, I believe. But uh, yeah, he's just one of those incredible characters. And I cannot wait for the new Halo to come out for the Series X. And honestly, it's partly the reason I got my Xbox Series X was for the the new Halo that is uh, launching in the fall. So uh, I was never into Halo because not because it was a bad game. It's because it's all about sustained accuracy. You have to be shooting someone for a long time. And I just don't got that. Ooh, I such can a, play such Call of Duty because you can shoot somebody th- like three times and they'll die. And I'm OK with that. I can shoot somebody a couple times, but holding a shot on someone, I just could never get it down. Like I was just bad at it. And I, I would always Monaco had me play with him before, and yeah. it was a travesty that should Mon- never be repeated. Monaco played a lot. Like he, when I was working at Angel of the Winds uh, with you guys, uh, or well, at least with Tom, Monaco would. It was before he was working there. He would come over to our house, and I had an Xbox, and he would play. Like I'd leave for my shift at like you know two or whatever. He'd come over, he'd play the Xbox. I'd get home at like midnight or eleven thirty. He'd still be fucking playing. And I was just like, have you left? He's like, no, not really. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then he got a job. I mean, <laughs> so, And then he would hand you the bottle of pee and be like, could you put this in the sink <laughs> <Yeah>. for me? <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. Master Chief. Halo. Man. Yeah. Master Chief is fantastic. And Halo is definitely like uh, uh, kind of like this. Like, an, I don't want to say like new generation or whatever, but it, it's like this generation's like uh, iconic type of characters. and and um. The amount of Halo, yeah, Halo 1 was great. Halo 2 was also very good. And then Halo 3, when that came out for the 360, it's I the played... the best one. Uh, oh, my God. The amount of hours that me and my buddies played online as, like, a team and, like, trying to rank up to rank 50 was just, like, 
we, we, we would play that every, we'd, we'd all get home from work. Okay. Let's meet up. Let's get online. And we were mm-hmm. really good. You know, my buddy, Ethan, um, yeah. and, uh, Matt and Travis, we would all play and we would just for hours after, after work, we all kind of worked the same shift. And for so like nine to midnight, we would just sit there and play and, and master chief is, yeah. You want to know something funny? Hmm. Master chief is also my fifth one. So oh, I'm going to go ahead and just, yeah, uh, master. It was, uh, so some fun facts about Master Chief. Actually, the guy who voiced it, Steve Downs, um, he did not know that it was a video game until uh, he started voicing the the character. He he didn't even know he had he, or not sorry not didn't know he was video. He had never played a video game um, until he voiced the um, the voice. He was actually a disc jockey, a DJ, and a voice actor, but he had never played a video game. Um, and I was kind of reading about him and and Master Chief and everything like that, but. But yeah, the amount of hours that I put into that, and I actually loved all of them. Um, the one that came out for the Xbox One, um, Halo Five, I I love playing the the story, and uh, Cortana. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> I, see, I I love it. I love that stuff. I love the space. You know, I love um, I, I love like all of the other characters that are in there. You know, um, the uh, just just the the I remember I remember looking around when I played Halo and just like looking into space. And like, I remember when I, when you first see the ring and I'm just like, like sci-fi, like I love sci-fi movies. And this was just me playing a big sci-fi movie to, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, that's, that's why I loved it so much is because I felt like I was just in this like sci-fi movie and I was the one playing it. And yeah, Halo one was, was fun. Um, Even though the pistol was like completely overpowered. I think that was in Halo one. It was the Bo Um, Jackson of guns. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Just one shot. Tom, you didn't have to concentrate with the pistol. You'd zoom in and just shoot him in the shoulder and it'd be a headshot. (laughs) And uh, yeah. And so like along the lines of, uh, of like going into space and stuff like you're talking about uh, the most iconic video, video game scene, I think in history for me is the first time you get to see the flood in Halo one when you're playing the campaign and it's real, real creepy because you're like, Oh, look at these bodies that are there. And then there's that video you watch and you see the little tiny one come out and you're like, what the fuck? And the flood still terrify me. Yeah. The flood terrify me. I got goosebumps as soon as you said the flood. Like I legitimately was like, I remember that scene and I remember just like, Oh my God. Like it was like the scene of aliens or, you know, like just all the little critters and you're just, you're blasting them. And there's so many like, like the little zerglings, you know, and like, and it was terrifying because, because you're, 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 you've got this, you know, you only got so many bullets and, and you're just any gun, you know, once you're out of bullets, you're just trying to pick up anything just to shoot at them. And yeah, the flood, yeah, Cortana and the Arbiter and and just like it, uh, just a fantastic like I've loved all of the Halos. I enjoyed. I think like Halo Four. I think there was like one that wasn't. I don't, I don't know if I liked that one as much. I can't quite remember. But yeah. but the weapons and playing multiple. Uh, you know the the shotgun and the sword. The sword was just way cool playing multiplayer and and yeah, just like it's one of the most iconic characters definitely in my top five and i could play halo forever so yeah halo 3 is the best hands down halo 2 halo 2 was my favorite probably memory just of playing because that was when we really got multiplayer and with xbox live and stuff and halo 3 i think has the best multiplayer like halo 3 all around is is the best halo 2 probably gave me the most memories but halo 3 is easily the best halo 4 and halo 5 are eh. reach was pretty fun 
but yeah, Reach. That's what it was. Yeah, but you're yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never played Halo Wars. I wasn't into that. But that's more like the Diablo and Starcraft people and stuff. All yeah. those nerds. So John one one seven. Yeah, there you go. Good pick, Dylan. I like it. That's a good. But you good pick, Zach. That's a great pick for you too. There we I go. I like it. Good I like picks it a lot. We had a lot of. We had a lot of the same, a lot of the same ideas here, so that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, let's skip to you. Let's. They got mine as Master Chief for my number five. Tom, let's hear. Let's hear your last one. Shock us here. So, good news. My last one is fifty percent good guy, fifty percent bad guy. So I'm at least splitting it up. Uh, my last one is Booker Dewitt slash Ooh. Zachary Comstock yeah, from Bioshock Infinite. Oh, spoiler. Infinite. Spoiler. I will say spoiler because you're going to find some things out. Um, so this game, this was actually the first Bioshock game I, I played and I didn't play one or two before this. I have now. Um, but you play a, a private detective who has to go find a girl and take her to New York. Sounds simple. Um, she has powers. No big deal. She can like make tears in you know, the universe kind of. Um, and you're being chased by this giant mechanical bird monster. Um, and you find out things about your backstory. You you were going to be baptized, but then you decided, no, I don't want to be baptized because you felt guilty about a uh, – you had like a massacre that you were involved in. Um, so you after you defeat the big bird thing, she gets all of her powers back, and now she can jump from different worlds – And that's when you start to find out that the bad guy, Zachary Comstock, is just you from an alternate universe if you accepted that baptism. So you're actually the bad guy. And that's just crazy to begin with. And then the way that is decided that you have to beat him is actually to beat yourself, where the girl you're with, Elizabeth, drowns you in the river that you were going to be baptized in so that Comstock can never become a person. <laughs> and that ending blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, I, I, I kind of early in the game knew that that's the direction it was going for the, you're the actual bad guy. Cause they kind of give you hints. I didn't think of that ending though, where you actually have to die in order to stop him. So you're both the hero and the villain. <laughs> and that is just, that's just great. That's probably one of my favorite characters ever in anything. That's just, that's beautiful. Yeah. The duality, the duality of that character is unbelievable. And Elizabeth is, she's one of my favorite video game characters of all time. I just, I fell in love with her as soon as she's on, on screen because of how her, her wonderment that she has when you rescue her, it is so great. And and Booker, Troy Baker is incredible. Troy Baker voiced Booker DeWitt. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, Tom, I did play uh, the first two Bioshocks. And then I played this one. And I, I loved the first two Bioshocks. But uh, one more so than two. But this one, when it came out, it was a, it was a whole other game that, I, that I, I'd ever played before. And it was just gorgeous. I mean, I think I played this on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game was just absolutely beautiful. Uh, it was it's it's easily one of my favorite games of all time. And I recently played it for uh, PlayStation like last year when it was on PS Plus for free. I down I downloaded the Bioshock uh, pack and I, I played yeah Bioshock Infinite and absolutely loved it. I love the whole aesthetic of it where it's like kind of 
old timey yet new generational steampunk and just very very weird i love the mixture of the songs that were in it and yeah the alternate timelines but that is a good choice and booker dewitt is awesome also i forgot to mention that elizabeth is actually your daughter that you gave away to pay off your debts when you like when she was a baby is another little thing in there so you're actually being murdered by your daughter in the river which is just like murder you say murder in savannah yeah, Bioshock is definitely one that I've only ever heard, like, only ever heard good things about people, like, talking about those games, is is the story, and uh, what's the the little girl called, and then the the, the um, Big little Daddy sisters. or whatever. Yeah, Big Daddies yeah. and Little yeah. Sisters. Little yeah, sister. and I just, like, I've only, like, I'll be honest, I, I actually, Bioshock was not one that I ever got around to playing, um, but it was always one that I kept trying to find, like, time to play, but I knew that I would, like, you know, it's a long game, right? Like it's, it's, you know, and there's several of them, but I always ever, I only ever heard good things about it. People were just like Bioshock Infinite was just like, you know, the people just loved those games. So I don't have a lot to say about it, unfortunately, other than only good things that I've heard, which is like pretty much only good things. So yeah, Zach, Zach, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you finish this off there? Now that you can't steal any more of mine, why don't you tell us your fifth character? I will do that. So uh, this is a newer character uh, in the past eight years, I would say. But um, this character had just this immense emotional complexity to them. And the heart of her story, it was just so fucking captivating. It moved me. It absolutely moved me to tears in, in both iterations, in both video games, I should say. And even more so, honestly, in in the second video game, I'm talking about Ellie from The Last of Us, uh, 2013. That is her appearance, I should say. But The Last of Us Part Two, which came out uh, last year, was arguably one of the greatest games I've ever played, and I I loved every minute of it. It shook me to my core, and I even played it twice. I don't ever do that. I beat it. And I was like trying to comprehend the story and and everyone, all the all the dweebs online were up in arms about things. And I listened to video breakdown or listen to podcasts. I watch video breakdowns and I think it is fucking phenomenal. I'm a big movie guy. I don't know if you guys know that or not. And this is this this type of gameplay. The Last of Us is, is one of those things that can really show you the direction that games can take the the possibilities that games can take they can be so cinematic that if i were playing with somebody i don't even have to they don't even have to be actively playing they could just watch me um i said play a lot play the video game and see the story unfold and they could totally be enveloped into into the characters and and invested into their journey um i mean i think the last of us is is such a phenomenal game i'll i'll never remember i'll never forget playing it playing the first one for the first time and having that connection that father-daughter connection between ellie and joel even though they're not father-daughter you know it it's uh the second one just really amplifies that and it has these exclamation part points in it that are unbelievable and ellie really comes into her own i mean there were moments during cutscenes when ellie would get a kill and i'm like yeah motherfucker i would just get so angry because i'm like you know that's revenge and uh, which is a huge theme of the game and i i think it's just i can't i can't stop talking about the last of us part two so Ellie is unbelievable. And I think Ashley Johnson, who does her mocap and who does her voice acting, she deserves a freaking Oscar. She is unbelievable as Ellie. She does such a good job. So um, 
yeah what console is that on uh playstation Play- playstation so i i used to be just an xbox guy and a nintendo guy for the longest time and then i got my ps4 i mean i had a playstation one and that was great i loved playing like twisted metal and stuff like that but then it was like over a decade until i had a ps4 and i got my ps4 and i was blown away by the titles i mean god of war that uh, anything else. uh uncharted i mean so many amazing titles but uh, the last of us is easily the best yeah, actually, it's funny. I was wondering, I was looking at all the other video game characters, and I, I was kind of the same thing. I owned a PS1, and I owned a PS2. Um, and then I went straight on to Xbox, and I owned Xbox One, and then Xbox the 360, and then an Xbox One, so the first three Xboxes or whatever. And I recently just bought a PS5, and I'm looking at all the titles of like the things that I've missed. And I'm actually kind of surprised I was looking at it, and I was like, I was like, kind of expecting one of us to put uh, Kratos from God of War on our top five, because I thought about I'd it. never played... I never played any of them and, and I know that they are all really good. And, and this is another one last of us where you talk about the story. That sounds like a game that I should probably play because if you're going to, if you're going to sell me on a video game that, that, and and tell me that the story is what I'm playing, then, then I'm pretty much sold because that's, that's what I enjoy the most really. Like I've had my times where I just can, you know, grind endlessly and play Warcraft and blah, blah, blah. And then Diablo, like I can point and shoot for a million times. Like I enjoy that sometimes just the mindless clicking, but like, you know, I'm currently playing, um, I'm currently playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla on PS5. And also I have the Final Fantasy remake on PS5. And um, I uh, uh, love both of the stories and uh, they're just they're they're absolutely fantastic and and uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to actually going back and re-downloading or downloading for the first time and playing some of these old ones and, and that's that's one that was actually on the list as well was was The Last of Us because I've only heard good things about about that story so dude it's like ten bucks for The Last of Us just get it it's it's absolutely phenomenal it's usually free too sometimes on like on PS Plus but it's phenomenal you you, you won't is- be upset. This is why I don't like exclusive games, but I'm starting to realize that I keep telling myself I can't get a PlayStation just for one game. But I've said that about 20 times. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I need and to you realize, realize it's not just oh, one wait. game. Yeah, it actually would be worth it to get it because I could play 20 games. Yeah, <sighs> like I, I bought it just for the Spider-Man, you know, the, the Spider-Man console game, which actually to be told us, I also thought about it, but I was like, that's more of a comic book character. But like the new Spider-Man game um, and then the Miles Morales were they were both they were they were perfect. Like I I would I, I like 99 percented them because I just couldn't stop playing them. And the story was so good. Just the whole Spider-Man. You know, of course, we all know Peter Parker and Doc Ock and all the, you know, all the characters and Miles Morales gets in there. And then I get to play as Miles Morales, which is like, you know, easily becoming one of my most favorite like comic book characters. Now, I love his story as well and and everything. And then and then, yeah, so going back and like Tom, like you said, like, you know, I, I haven't owned a PlayStation. I, it's the first PlayStation that I bought brand new in 20 years, legitimately 20 years because PlayStation 2 came out in like early 2000s. And and you have all these great stories. And then now I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, those those titles that are only to one game and one console. And then, you know, now it's not you have to go and buy the disc and wonder if it's backwards compatible. You remember that nonsense? You'd have to be like, well, does my Xbox 360 play my old Xbox games? Because I still want to play Halo one, you know, or whatever. And and now you just yeah, you download it for 10 bucks and the the, the hard drives are 
you know, a, a, a terabyte size and you could download a, infinite games or whatever. And then when you just, when you're done, you just delete it. And then when you want to play again, you just redownload it. So it's, it, it, it's changed. It's, it's crazy. I'll never own a game again. I just download them and delete them when I need to. And, and I'm really looking forward to playing a lot of these ones. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, so real quick, before we leave, do you guys have any honorable mentions? Just one, just if you have one honorable mention that you had to take off of here. Uh, Tom, why don't you go first? My honorable mention was going to be Deckard Kane. He was the last one to leave my top five list. Oh, very so, nice. Deckard Kane. That's cool. I was actually kind of surprised because I like, I know that we've been such a, um, a Diablo fan. So, uh, yeah, last second, um, I have a toss up. So I'm just going to say him real quick. I really wanted to add Solid Snake and I really wanted to add Samus from Metroid. I was really sad nice. that I couldn't add either one of those. And Kratos, I guess we already just talked about. So all of them deserve honorable mentions. So there you go. Yeah, sweet. So mine was actually kind of like out of Tom's, uh, a page out of Tom's book. Mine was going to be Batman from the Arkham series. Um, That fighting style was so simplistic yet so uh, fun at the same time. And it's actually kind of what Spider-Man used as a baseline. The cool thing about Spider-Man for PS4 and PS5, I guess, was they added some more fluidity to it. But uh, I absolutely love Batman and I'm, I'm also a diehard Batman fan. So, um, okay, cool. Let's recap the list real quick. Dylan, he has Deckard Kane, Cloud Strife, Laura Croft, uh, Duke Nukem, and Master Chef. <laughs> Thomas has <laughs> Thomas has Mega Man, Sephiroth, The Joker, Handsome Jack, and Booker DeWitt slash Zachary Comstock. Zach has Laura Croft, Link, Bo Jackson, Master Chief, and Ellie. Well, that was great, guys. That was fun. Yeah, that's that was a good, a good list. list. That's yeah, a good list. I feel good. like, you know, we had, we had a couple, Zach, you and I, had, we had a couple that, that yeah. shared and Tom, Tom went way off the beaten path. He, he started out so strong, Tom, with, with, with Mega Man, the classic, Crushed it with you Mega know, Man. everyone knows who it is. And then he went, okay, uh, villains for the rest of the game. So, That's right. <laughs> or the rest, yeah. of the rest of the evening. So that was, uh, I yeah, just want yeah. the villains to win for once. Oh, no, they, they always win like in cool runnings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> wait, 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 is team Jamaica? Uh, no because they i think they get the moral victory which is better yeah, whatever all right dylan you want to go ahead and take us home Alrighty, thank you for tuning in to the top five podcast tonight be sure to give us a follow on twitter at podcast top five at zachdale 60 at tom top five where you can give us ideas tell us if we're crazy or even suggest a topic for the future episodes we want to thank our sponsor geek fortress for supporting us be sure to check out geekfortressgames.com for all your magic, tabletop, and role-playing game needs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, uh, or Podbean. That's a good one, too. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. See ya! Bye.